Caroline, welcome to uh, Slovember 2023. It's so good to have you back here again. So thank you for joining us. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you so much for letting me be here. <laughs> I'm really interested in your title of the talk. So Glimmers Not Triggers is the title of today. And I think because I'm going to learn a, huma, a huge amount from this too, um, I'm going to let you introduce it. I'm going to let you talk about it. And then if questions come to my mind, or yeah. importantly, if um, people post questions in the chat, if you're watching this on Facebook, if you're listening to this on the Dog Dialogue podcast, um, you can still put your questions in um, and I will then send them on to Caroline and get a response <laughs> that way. So however you are engaging with this, please ask your questions um, and we will be able to get information back to you in one way, shape or form. So Caroline, in, in, tell us what the, the title means. Expand on that for us. Okay, so um, I meant to look up when it was, but a year or two ago, I came into Slovember, which was really kind of you to have me back again, um, and talked about awe walks, which were about looking for moments of awe in our life. So A-W-E, those moments where you feel like a little shiver down your spine, you see something that's incredible, that kind of sparks your imagination, that makes you feel small in a massive world. Um, those sort of just moments where we're like, wow. Um, and those um, all walks have been shown through various studies to give us all kinds of different benefits from things like being able to be happier, to lower our stress, to uh, make us feel more present in the moment. So that's kind of going to that like, mindful approach, like when we want to be uh, rather than having our brains all on on to do lists, it's us being here and present very like our dogs live most of their lives. Um, uh, and uh, also being able to think, do things like uh, be more helpful to other people, be more generous, reducing conflict, so many different things that there can be benefits of from experiencing and embracing all. Now, recently, um, there has been a bit of a trend over on Instagram about glimmers. And this has been something that myself and um, the lovely Ruby Leslie at Welfare for Animal have been doing for each other for about a year. We were both going through a bit of a tricky periods in our lives. And so we would kind of getting ourselves to send little snapshots of something that was happy or good or um, sort of just a moment in our day that made us smile to kind of boost to each other and, and get us through stuff. And when we started seeing all these glimpses being uh, shared on um, over on Instagram, we were like, this is what we've been doing for each other. Um, and I think it's great because it kind of expands on where I was working with people trying to get them to experience more awe in their walks. And it makes it a little bit easier because glimmers are effectively a tiny moment of awe. So they could be a tiny little thing that just spoke some sparks a moment of joy or evokes a moment of inner calm. It just gives you this like tiny little mood shift and makes you just feel a bit easier or happier. Um, and what it can do when we start to look for these things, and I'll explain some examples. I've got examples for humans and examples for dogs because I always look at love looking at things from both ends of the lead is it can send safety cues to your nervous system. So we know when we go out into the world, I'm sorry if I'm rabbiting on him up, but um, oh, we, know, so uh, <laughs> we know when we go out into the world, particularly if we've got a dog, um, as I do, who finds something slightly emotionally challenging out in the world, um, that we can get into sort of that fight or flight mode. So what we call um, the sympathetic system is starting. So we're ready to meet a uh, a, a potential conflict should we need to, i.e. for us, it would be let's remove our dog from the situation. Let's turn the corner quickly. Let's get out of here or duck behind a car. Um, for our dogs, it might be let's growl or bark or lunge as we see something that, that we don't like approaching us. 
Um, but when we start to look for these glimmers, it can actually send these little cues to our nervous system saying, hey, you don't need to do that. You can be back into your parasympathetic system, which is the rest and digest the kind of, oh, everything's easy. And we're kind of able to regulate our emotions a bit better. So what my sort of title was around was us trying to look for the glimmers that we can see out in the world. And I'll explain how we can do that for our dogs as well, um, rather than looking and kind of anticipating those triggers. So we behaviorists, when we talk about triggers, we're talking about things that your dog um, finds uh, emotionally challenging. So it will spark some sort of emotional response. So that could be frustration because they want to say hi to another dog. It could be anger because they see something that they find really threatening. It could be fear because they find something really scary. But whatever that trigger is, um, that's what we're looking for. So we're looking for trying to avoid just looking for triggers everywhere and instead look for some glimmers. So does that make sense, Matt? As it, a makes way so sense. it makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. And I and it and it brings loads of questions into my head like so the glimmers and, and I love the concept because we can we can really get bogged down with the triggers because looking for being aware especially you know like you John T finds some of the world quite difficult to navigate he's quite a sensitive soul finds you know has these emotional challenges so you do spend a lot of your walk looking sort of preempting the triggers or looking for things because actually you want to be able to support your dog as much as possible within that and by i'm sure by focusing by looking purely on those triggers you're missing all the glimmers you're missing those little bits where you go actually that was amazing like what we just did or what just happened or look at way that you know i'm i'm very fortunate where i'm sitting now i'm looking out into woodland so i'm looking out into woodland i'm seeing the leaves change i'm seeing how the sun is hitting on that leaf and make you know and all these amazing things that if i'm in that negative mindset I could disregard all that and and not let it support me or make me feel any better about the world because I'm not I'm not able to let it in because my head is so focused on the negative and yeah. and I think you know along with you know obviously we're we're massive advocates and supporters of animal centered education and ace that that looking for those minute things that are that are going well or that 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 beauty in nature or that just that recognition of something actually is is great is even the tiniest thing is yeah. fantastic I, yeah, I, love I love it and it's a, such a season where we start to think of all the negatives um where we look at like it's getting wetter and darker and colder and all of these things unless you happen to be really lucky and live in like Australia where it's getting nice and warmer and those sort of things but it is actually a time of beauty and change and change for so many things and a time of hope for new things that are going to happen next year and all of that sort of stuff like the other day I was walking through the woods and um it'd been really mud oh you know it's like a swamp everywhere at the minute um but as I came through it was it got really cold for the first time and there was part of a field which obviously wasn't getting any sunlight and there was the first frost I'd seen across the grass and I was like oh I love that look that sparkly kind of twinkly look on the grass and that moment just made that walk or part of that walk just be like oh that's a little hope for those crunchy walks we're going to get and it makes you start to switch your perspective slightly instead of going oh here I am traipsing through all this mud and I've got to clean the dog when I get home and then clean the car and clean the you know I went oh look at that you know and it was just that moment to switch your mindset over a little bit absolutely I I I, I love it so much <laughs> because it's it's everything we talk about with people isn't it we talk all the time about 
you know look for those good bits and 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 we can and like i said before we can get so bogged down and and living with a dog that maybe you've got to support in the outside world can you know even even just the thought of putting a harness and lead on and stepping out through the front door can can make you feel on the the negative side what am i going to experience today what am i going to see rather than thinking what are we going to see what are we going to experience in that slightly put so give us some examples yeah. then of what what glimmers for both ends of the lead because it's yeah. really important that we concentrate on both ends what yeah. would examples look like for both people and dogs okay so i think um just before i share those examples i think one thing that's really important that kind of came out of what you were just saying there as well is that um negative experiences impact the brain much more strongly than positive ones so one of the things that you can really do to make sure you take these on board and we do have to train our body to or our minds to look for these moments we need to kind of consciously seek them to start with and then the great thing is is the more that you look for it and you acknowledge these moments and you absorb them the more that your body is going to be kind of primed and ready to look for those things in the future so writing down things you see taking a photo of them telling a friend you're walking with telling your dog that you're walking with all of those sort of things can help you to kind of really mm. consolidate those glimmers in your brain. So some examples, um, and I'm just going to go to my notes for a second because I've got a whole list. <laughs> um, some examples of things that we might be able to see for <clears throat> us humans is feeling the sun on your skin. So just a moment, particularly in these wet weather times, um, uh, is if you suddenly just get a little bit of that feeling of warmth and you're like, oh, yeah, there is still something up there that's kind of here to warm and help us grow and help us heal and help us feel healthy and all of those sort of things. Um, hugging someone you care about if you're somebody who enjoys touch. Um, and I say again, for our dogs, that can be the same thing. Stroking your dog if they enjoy touch can also we know that gives us that release of oxytocin, the hug or love hormone, um, that sort of thing can really help us. Um, it might be a favorite song you suddenly hear playing on the radio or a snack that you enjoy. I'd say a bit of dark chocolate before I came on here, just to give me a little energy boost, love a bit of that. And that's my little glimmer before coming on live. Um, even talking to someone like, like this conversation with you, Matt, where you just get each other, you get where your perspective's coming from. Even having conversations with people who make you feel good um, about having that shared experience or shared um response to something that's going on in the world you know there's so many difficult things going on in the world that actually sharing moments of joy together can be really um important and a really simple one is just holding a warm cup of something on a cold day just that feeling yes. of warmth in your hands wow. so they it, they can be really simple um and you can create scenarios that allow you to have those um, like having these conversations or making yourself a flask of something to take out with you on your dog walk. Um, or you can start to look for them. So looking for that moment where you see, like I did the other day, saw that little bit of frost and embracing that and really going, oh, that was that was great. I, I've taken that on board. Um, so that's the human end. Um, shall I move on to dogs? Because you've said some things. So I'm not a tea or, a, a tea or coffee drinker. I don't feel I need caffeine in my life. It's not an additional energy that I need. I must say, pre-baby, I was exactly the same as you. I now have embraced, I have to have a mocha. I can't do a full coffee, but <laughs> but I have managed to get a bit of caffeine every now and then. Um, yeah, so, uh, but before that, I was, I never drank it either. But so. on certain days, the thought of a nice, a nice cup of, I, I just for me, just hot, hot Ribena. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm still eight years old just that <laughs> hot just putting your hands around that hot ribena smelling it holding it feeling it 
just and it even before you drink it it spreads that warmth through your body you you definitely get that change and and you know and and there's certain things that you've said now you know having a, a spitball conversation i did it just the other day with with a client that came in and we got into a conversation and she was sharing her passion with me for for the area that she works in and i could, and i could see it just pouring out of her and you can't it's infectious you can't help but get taken along by that when someone speaks with with that much vigor and and, and passion about something that it, it just it it rubs off on you and then i went off into my next session all banksy because of how this this person has spoken to me about you know the thing that they do for their job so i i can see how and you in turn then probably glimmered into that client. <laughs> but, but going right back to what you said, I can I can see how it takes you to go, I'm gonna look for this or I'm gonna think about this. That that shift in in mindset from I'm I'm focusing on the negative because like you said, the brain is pre-programmed to hold on to negative things and, and be alert to negative things to actually go now I'm going to spend some I'm really going to focus or I'm going to put some mechanism in place I'm going to take you know have my phone ready to take a picture of this this thing I might come across or yeah. or just see it but then tell someone about it when you get home imagine what you know what look what I saw I can't believe what I saw on a walk today just so that you're you're I can see how you would need to 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 channel that a little bit when it's so easy for the negative stuff to start creeping in. Yeah. So I, 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 I love what you're saying. I think, I think it's so relevant to everything that we do. And it's so relevant specifically for, for the, for the slow vember as well of, because that it, it takes you to be slower to yeah. maybe spot the glimmers. It yeah. takes you to have that mindset of we're going to coast through the woodland rather than I'm going to, you know, I, I've got to get this done. I've got to get home. I've, you know, just, well, if I've only got half an hour, let's just do 15 minutes one way and see how far we're getting into rather than I know it takes 50, half an hour for me to do the whole loop, but I've got to march through it and we're going to miss stuff, you know, and, and yeah. Okay, so and even retracing your steps may give you another opportunity to yeah. see something new. Um, particularly, you know, I think it's so hard. We do get so bogged down in our to-do list, you know, our dog walks can easily get put onto that. Um, mm. But it's looking at the world with fresh eyes, kind of like, I mean, our dogs can do that. You know, if we think about them when that you could walk the same route every day with them, but they're going to still put their nose down and be like, what's been there you know they're, they're kind of interested in that in those fresh smells they see it kind of a, with a fresh new nose every day instead of fresh new eyes yeah. um and you know I live with a toddler now and seeing her experience certain things for the first time it's like you remember what it was to feel wonder and actually I took a screenshot of it um Ruby here was talking about earlier just literally sent me a thing saying about the the sense of wonder is the other sense as in like smell, touch, taste, et cetera, that we've been missing all of our life in the blinding cloud of busyness. And you can access it again just by sitting in a patch of sun on the couch, skin warmed by the rare November light. So it's like having a sense of wonder that she sent that through to me because we were always sending these glimmery things to each other. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, looking for another word for awe can be wonder. And I think wonder is a perfect word when we're thinking about the festive season. If you celebrate it, there's a lot of talk of wonder in children's eyes and things like that. So, yeah. Absolutely. And and, and we, and we lose it, don't we? We forget it. It gets other, other things come into our lives that, that either suppress it, but it's in there, isn't it? It's there in all of us, that ability just to go, wow. 
is is there for all of us to be able to do but it must take that reawakening for us to be able to do that again you know we've got um a a three-year-old within the family and just just see just the way that everything you know that that new something new that he experiences would just blow his mind and it just completely changed things for him because he's he's experienced for the new time he saw you know it was the first time that he'd been to a fireworks display and 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 saw it and you know and I know there's contention around fireworks and I don't want to get into that conversation but for him and it was a quite it was and I can imagine for him just these bursts of light in the sky I know we get the bangs with it and dogs and people really don't like it I understand that but for him just to have that experience for the first time not not knowing what fireworks are must have just been incredible yeah yeah we had the same with our daughter she saw fireworks for the first time and now asked for them every single night and I'm like no because dogs wouldn't like it um, <laughs> so <laughs> um but yeah moving on to our dogs so mm. um it, obviously we sort of you know for us we can we can start to train our brain to look for these moments to think oh wow look at how that leaf is turning it's half and it's like summer state and half and it's autumnal state or you know look at how that pine cone is is shaped or whatever it might be um for our dogs obviously they do often um experience each day as i said just a minute ago you know with fresh eyes they're really present in the moment but if your dog is quite emotionally charged if they find it difficult when they're going out in the world when they get more into that sort of pessimistic approach towards walks it can be harder for them to stop and be slow and this is why this group is so fantastic because it facilitates dogs to slow down and be as they should be as a dog to be more of their own their own um natural sort of state but some of the things that we could do to help them facilitate um feeling those glimmers um we could find some we could hide some treats that they after they've sort of walked past some leaves we could hide some treats under those leaves and then send them back to go and sniff that area again so that they've suddenly go well hang on that wasn't there before this is incredible um we could walk in new locations so somewhere that maybe is going to be a little bit um a little bit quieter for them but there's going to be a lot more different smells somewhere uh wooded be with streams because if you think about it each of their sniffs is kind of like their own little individual glimmer um um we could also think about things like a moment where they can really truly effectively communicate with us so just like i was saying having conversations where you get the vibe of the other person i know you've talked to with this with on this subject over with us um uh in our group before matt about kind of consensual touch and things like that when you do actually respond to your dog's request for what they want um but in the right way that they really want it that moment of them going I feel known and heard and I and I'm getting what exactly what it was I wanted in that moment those sort of things can be great um sunspots are always an an easy one for dogs because loads of dogs love to lie in the sun so you can facilitate that for them to make it a bit more comfy particularly if you've got older dogs lie a blanket in the sunspot and help them move it around as the sunspot moves those sort of things um changing how they're eating so you could add in some different textures so they're getting to use their mouth differently by adding different textures into their bowl but even just by kind of adding your own um taking the time yourself to add in your own glimmers into your walk will shift your mood which we know sends down that emotion to your dog so you're shifting the emotions of your dog as well at the same time wow I was making notes I had to write it down (laughs) I can send you my doc afterwards with with both Jonty and 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 now our our pup Rojo um I I think just 
it, it takes it takes you to be present though doesn't it it takes you to go actually all that matters right now is where I am right now you know the, the like you said you said several times and it can be so impactful the the to-do list or the when I get back I'm going to have to do this and and that that mindset that you have that takes you elsewhere you're you're you you'll skip those things you won't you, you won't see them or experience them in the same way and, and that will then go on to the dog because you're you know maybe rushing things through or missing bits i really like the idea about sending retracing old steps and there's being something different there like that idea that you said about just as you walk past the leaves quietly drop the treats and then as you turn back you know they they just discover that the treats are there that they weren't there before and 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 i can see that in a in a, in a na- nice natural just go and find them type way yeah. w- would be really nice because we can do sort of hide and treat games on a walk and we can make the dog sit and wait and we can hide the treats but actually it's very structured it, yeah. which is there's nothing wrong with that don't get me wrong but it can be very anticipation building because the dog's sitting and waiting whilst they see you hide the treats around but that for those of us that are got a dog that maybe isn't eyeballs and us all the time just that ability just to drop a few treats just here whilst the dog's over there and then go let's go and see what we can find over here would just for them be well that's new that's different that wasn't what I smelt last time just being so good to do that I call it the Hansel and Gretel trail because you basically as you walk past you kind of just scatter some bits behind you and then go let's go see and then they go back the way they've just they've just come and it's it's like oh that wasn't there before you know and you've just made that experience there's some familiar scent pad there that that they've just been over but then there's something new for them to to kind of gravitate towards I mean you could even if you've got you know dogs who who do love toys or things like that you could also use like the, the toys hidden in the grass that you just and they obviously in a nice calming way they've gone and found it and sort that out rather than having to be kind of charging charging about uh with toys as well sounds brilliant I like the, the use of the sun you know thinking about the, the the sun patches when they're coming through the window i mean sometimes you can you know by using your blinds or your curtains creatively actually you can create those little sun strips can't you rather than it all flooding through just pull the blinds just like or the curtains just like you create that channel um yeah. for, where, for where the dog wants to be um and make it nice and comfortable and warm for them i love that and then this idea around really considering contact with our dogs and 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 you know that that's a massive thing for, for me is this consensual contact and responding to our dog's cues and I've learned that from Jonty. Jonty's been my teacher on that on the importance of understanding when your dog wants contact and what are their cues that they're requesting it and then where the, the contact is most meaningful for them and most supportive. So really tuning in to, to and, and for Jonty, it was certain areas of the body that were supportive. It was his chest, which was nice on his sternum, just slow circles on his sternum, just behind the shoulder and on the inside of his back leg as well. And if I got any of those wrong or I started to deviate or change what he wanted, he would just walk away, circle, come back again as if to say, come on, you fool, you can do this. <laughs> you know, listen to me, yeah. listen to what I'm telling you, because the information's all there, isn't it? Yeah. You know, what our dogs are seeking, requesting, looking for that in one way, shape or form, they're demonstrating to that, that to us all the time. It's our ability to receive that information to, from them, especially around contact. And yeah. you know, we we are... I think it was um, Sally Gutteridge that said we are the, the dogs are a, a a species of lookers in a world of touchers, 
um because we want to touch them you know we 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 with probably without realizing it we the dog that we've got is based on sometimes the feel that we like underneath the fur you know long and silky or you know shorter fur whatever it might be but i think just to be mindful of those things and seeing the joy and that relaxation in the dog's face as you get that joint oxytocin release um such a meaningful thing and that is a glimmer too because oh yeah you know contact when done in the right way is is fantastic and and it's so mutually supportive just to sit there and know that nothing else for the dog is important right now than what is going on right now you know nothing else matters just the fact that you are linked together connected in this mutually meaningful way is such an important thing yeah, and when you get that feeling of oxytocin, you're effectively getting a feeling of safety because you can't really get. And the reason why things like when we were all separated during the pandemic, mood state was so low is because you couldn't, you were communicating so much this way that we never got the smell of being around people, this touch, the potential touch of being near people. And you don't feel safe when you're like that. So having that moment where you do feel it with your dog together um, means that both of you are getting a sense of safety, which does bring you down into that sort of um, uh, parasympathetic system, that 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 sort of rest and digest mode and that way that it starts to not only send like safety cues to your nervous system, but it helps strengthen it for the future. And the more that we can help our dogs to feel more safe and calm and we can feel happier and find those glimmers, then the stronger we're going to be as a unit moving forward. And I was thinking, recapping in my head then about all the things you've talked about actually take us to slow down our breathing too, doesn't it? it, it we must, you know, meaningful contact when we're going to do it in that way that is supportive for the dog. We're going to have to slow our heart rate down. We're going to have to slow our breathing down to be able to take that contact nice and slow, to recognise that thing that we're seeing, you know, like you said, that p- patch of frost. If you're in that busy quick breathing all up in your head state you're not going to see it you'll see it but that recognition of what it means to you is not going to be the same is it because you just oh look at the and then you're off to to the next thing without actually going actually is this the first frost i've seen this year look at how it's dancing in the light look at how it reflects or almost glittery you know and 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 the detail of it and i'm so passionate about people seeing the, looking for the detail in all things, looking in for the detail in nature, but looking for the detail in our dogs and the information that our dogs have given us as well. And I think this concept and this growing notion of focusing on the glimmers and looking for that awe. So glimmers being, just to recap and make sure I've got it right in my head, glimmers is like mini awe, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, it's just, I think, obviously, there's been so much study that's gone into or and uh, feel free to go onto like Google Scholar and have a look for it, because it's, it's fascinating what's been the studies that they've done into it. Um, but um, yeah, but it, that can feel quite <laughs> intense to go, I need to look for a moment of awe today, you feel like you need to go to like the Grand Canyon or to somewhere, you know, somewhere like really big. But actually, when you think about just little glimmers, you, you can think about that as light or like the little particles you see when the light catches it that there's little things floating around all over the place and if you imagine that as little fleeting moments instead of floating particles then it's kind of easy to start to look for them but the important thing is to take the time to look for them and then 
to kind of tell somebody or write it down or take a photo or something that consolidates that moment so you did take you did take it in um because that can help you then to kind of get into the habit and habit forming is one of the things that we, we have to be better at around things that are good for us rather than things that are just getting us through the day absolutely that's that's another really fascinating topic around habits um and and in how we support ourselves through change and mm. I, and um nathan squire is going to come into the group later on into the month and he's going to talk about supporting ourselves with change because maybe we're, we're working on a training program or we're looking to just go hang on what i'm doing just really isn't working how do i make a a meaningful change um nathan's going to talk about some of the concepts um around that too to help us make because it could it's you know, just to touch on it slightly, like it to make change should be really hard. You know, I went through last year um, a real focus on trying to lose some weight um, and changing eating habits. I mean, oh gosh, so difficult. So, so difficult. Anyway, yeah. um, so just Caroline, I, I, I could talk all day, but I know <laughs> you've got other things to do. And, and thank you so much for, for sparing your time to, to share these ideas with us. Could you share with us your top three tips for that shift into thinking about looking for those glimmers and not necessarily the triggers yeah absolutely I think so first off it's one of them and you've you've mentioned is slowing down and that's obviously quite obvious when we're in slowvember but if we don't slow whether it's our pace of our breathing or the pace of our walking you won't take the time to be able to see those things um secondly is to make sure that you note it somehow whether you are telling a friend writing it down or taking a photo so that you really consolidate it and really think about every day that you step outside with your dog it's so hard and this is a habit change that really is hard but thinking what can I see that's good in the world today rather than going am I going to see another dog person traffic whatever it is that might stimulate or cause a trigger for your dog you think, what can I look for in the moment that's going to be good today? And what can I do for my dog that's going to be good today? Brilliant. That's so useful. Thank you so much. Um, Caroline, if people want to find out more about what you do and the work, that the fantastic work that, that, that you do and the groups that you run, where can they find out about you? Uh, they can go to barketplace.uk or they can head to our Facebook group, Connect With Your Dog. Amazing. Thank you so much, Caroline, for coming into the group. Once again, it's been brilliant to have you. Um, that have been on the Facebook Live, there have been some comments and some questions come in. So we'll revisit those once this is over. Like I said, if you're listening to this on the dog dialogue, then um, feel free to send in a question or a comment and I will get them to Caroline and um, we will hopefully, hear, well, we definitely hear a response and that'd be fantastic. Caroline, once again, thank you so much for coming to see us. We look forward to what you might have to share with us if you'd like to come back in November 2024. Um, but for now, thank you once again. And uh, thanks for everybody for joining us. Thank you so much.